0: Welcome to the Abundant Life Church Sermon of the Week. Get ready for your life to be changed by today's message from Pastor Jeremiah Hosmer. I want you to go in your Bibles to the first place today to Deuteronomy chapter 28. Lord willing, I'm going to start a series next week on the Holy Spirit. So those of you at home, you want to be here. Trust me. Those of you here today, you want to be here next week. We're going to begin to start. There's so many people that are, that are new to this church, and many people weren't able to come today, but there's so many people new to this church that I want to introduce you to someone. I want to introduce you to someone. Oh, I can't wait for you to meet him. The Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So Lord willing, next, next Sunday we'll do that. You don't want to miss it. Deuteronomy twenty-eight. We're reading just one verse, but but, but if you're struggling with fear right now, if you're struggling uh, with if you're struggling with where your identity in Christ, if you're struggling with whether God really loves you, I want you to read Deut- Deuteronomy twenty-eight every single day. Because God has some tremendous blessings for his people that serve him. Deuteronomy twenty-eight, verse seven. Now listen to what the Bible says. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before you. They shall come out against you one way, but they will flee before you seven ways. What I am bringing to your attention today is that the enemy may come against you. God never promised that the enemy would not attack. He just said, if you'll stay anchored, he'll flee seven different ways from you. Somebody shout amen, pastor. Now I want you to go over to Isaiah chapter 54. Oh, hallelujah. I feel the Lord has set some people up this morning. (laughs) Isaiah 54 verse 11. Oh, you afflicted one, tossed with tempests and not comforted. Behold, I will lay your stones with colorful gems. I lay your foundations with sapphires. And I will make your pinnacles of rubies, your gates of crystals, and all your walls of precious stones. All your children shall be taught by the Lord. And great shall be the peace of your children in righteousness you shall be established and you shall be far from oppression for you shall not fear and from terror for it shall not come near you indeed they shall surely assemble watch this but not because of me whoever assembles against you shall watch this shall fall for your sake Behold, I have created the blacksmith who blows the coals in the fire, who brings forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the spoiler to destroy. I, I didn't tell him what I was preaching on this morning. But this is the spirit because b- before I came out, you guys were singing. You, what was that song about the weapon that was, first, that was the first song this morning? I win. I win. My God, I win. I win. Charles Greenaway said I might not look like much right now but at the end I win hallelujah I win listen to what verse 17 says no weapon formed against you shall prosper and every tongue which rises against you in judgment you shall condemn this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their righteousness is from me says the lord how many serve the lord lift your hand how many love the lord lift your hand well i came to tell you no weapon formed against you shall prosper in the name of jesus hallelujah so i'm going to be preaching from the subject for a moment this morning not too long but from from the subject evil shall not prosper evil shall not prosper Father God, in the name of Jesus, we are here this morning. Lord, you said, you said, Lord, the flower fades and the grass withers, but thy word shall always remain. You said heaven and earth shall pass away, but thy word shall always stand. You said thy word is truth. So Father, this morning we stand in your presence, Lord, reverent to your word, ready to receive your word. Spirit of the living God move across this place like never before move through the airwaves, show up in people's houses right now. I pray that every yoke of bondage would be destroyed by the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I cancel every assignment and I break every chain of hell. And I command every demon, shut up and get out in the name of Jesus. And I loose over this house a prophetic utterance that will set the captive free in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, I pray that your will be done Let your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. We submit ourselves. Father God, look upon my availability and not my ability today. Have your way. In the name of Jesus, your mighty son, I ask. And everybody said amen. Look at three people today and tell them evil shall not prosper. Come on, those of you at home, I want you to tweet that. I want you to text that. I want you to Facebook that. Evil shall not prosper in Jesus' name. I want you to know the day that this morning I did not come with a sermon. I did not, I did not come with a... I'm not standing up here to preach or teach to you a sermon. I'm up here with a word from God. I said, I'm up here with a word from God. I believe it's not just any word from God. I believe it's a word from God in due season. Shout amen if you believe it. While my family and I were away on our, on, on our time away, my concern for the church continued to grow even greater. I, I, I want you to, I want to be very clear. I didn't say my worry for the church. I said, my concern for the church, because if you worry, that means the the outcome is in your hand. But if concern draws you into prayer, then that means the outcome is in God's hands. My concern for the church continued to, to grow stronger right now. And as I pondered and prayed about the church and the time in which we are living in, I realized that a lot is being launched at the church right now. Some of the attacks are being launched straight from the pits of hell while others are self-inflicted. Some of the attacks we can blame on Satan while some of them we have to blame on ourselves because we refuse to obey the word and submit to the Holy Spirit. And if you were to step back and to look at things with an optimistic mindset, you would probably say what Charles Dickens said in his book, uh, The Tale of Two Cities, it was the best of times and it was the worst of times. You could say this because even though much is coming against the church right now, many are looking to the church for an answer. So right now the church is being attacked, but yet there are some of you sitting here this morning for the first time because you're looking for an answer. I tell you, look no further. We have the answer. And his name is Jesus, the son of the living God that's why the church must not have a worldly mindset to what is happening right now It must not have a worldly response to what is happening right now it must not have a worldly belief to what is happening right now it must have watch this it must have what Jesus is saying according to what is happening right now if the church believes acts responds and thinks like the world right now then the people who walk in looking for answers will only find what they already have which is fear confusion hate turmoil torment torment and destruction and I came to tell you the church has the answer and he is Jesus Christ. I'm going to say it one more time. The church has the answer and he is Jesus Christ. As I thought about this time, I thought about uh, all of this in my prayer for many days. I was, I was asking the Lord to say, God, give me a word. I need a word when I get back, Lord, because I feel I feel that so much is blowing into the body right now. I feel that so much is coming in to try to divide. I feel so much is coming in to try to tear apart. God, I need a word from you. And, and just a few days ago, as we was getting ready to come back, I felt the Holy Ghost drop a word in me. And, 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 and I'm telling you, it'll bring peace in every storm. This word will give you hope right now. This word right here will help you to hang on right now. This world will help you to know that God is still. I came to tell some people in Facebook land, God is still in control of your life. Hallelujah. I felt the Lord speak to me a few days ago and he said, tell my people, I know this, I know this, we preach this, we shout this, we pray this, and we need to continue. But I'm telling you, he dropped it in my spirit like a ton of bricks. He said, tell my people, no weapon formed against them shall prosper. Hallelujah. Right now, the enemy is deceiving people into believing that the weapon formed against you will prosper against you. When you buy into this kind of deception, then you begin to have a victim mentality. And a victim mentality never sees victory in anything. It always sees defeat and destruction as your lot in life. A victim mentality says that if a weapon has been formed against me, then it is here to take me out. And there's nothing I can do against it. it is, there's nothing I can do about it. It is here to prosper against me. And I came to tell you, the word of God is truth. There are not many truths there. Is one truth. It is the word of the living God. And if he says, No weapon formed against you shall prosper, then I came to serve notice and say, No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Hallelujah. 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 Glory be to God. So I want to I wanna uh kind of exegete this text for just a moment to really get an understanding of what is being said here, we must look at verse 16 and 17 in Isaiah chapter 54. Let's look at verse 16 and 17 within its t- context. This helps us to get a revelation right here. But, but this is what I want to do. I, I want us to read verse 16 in the New King James Version. And I want us to read verse 17 in the NIV. So please, when, please be prepared to put verse 17 up in the NIV. But listen to what verse 16 says. Behold, I have created the blacksmith. Everybody say, blacksmith, who, who, who blows on the coals in the fire, who brings forth an instrument for his work, and I have created the spoiler to destroy. But listen to what verse 17 says because it helps you grab a little more of what 16 to 7 are saying. No weapon, listen to what it says, forged against you will prevail and you will refute every tongue that accuses you this is the inheritance or the heritage of the servants of the lord and this is their vindication from me declares the lord hallelujah Now, I want you to look at this. This is a more accurate translation in verse 17 because if you were going to make a sword uh, or or something for war, uh, especially in these days, you didn't form it, you forged it. They don't form a sword, they forge a sword. They take metal and they heat it up and they beat it down. And it's not the right shape. They heat it back up and they beat it back down. And then they heat it back up and they beat it back down until they get what they are looking for. They would create these weapons to go to battle with their enemies. And many times the army that had the best weapons or the most advanced weapons would usually win the battles. Listen to me. God tells his children that he created the person that makes the weapons he said, I didn't just create him, but I gave him the ability to make them. Then he tells him, no matter what weapon, no matter what weapon he comes up with, no matter how he forges it, No matter how sharp it is, no matter how advanced it, I'm going to preach in this place this morning. No matter how advanced it may be, no weapon forged against you will prosper in the name of Jesus. He said it will not prosper against you because you are mine. Church, I came to tell you the Lord is still saying the same thing to his people right now. Our enemy our enemy is not forging swords. He's not creating battle axes. He's not creating bow and arrows. No, instead, he's coming up with something different. He's coming up with weapons to launch against the children of God, but they still have the same purpose. And the same purpose is to kill, steal and destroy. Instead of forging swords, he is launching division against the church. Instead of creating battle axes, he's sending racism in the church. Instead of making bows and arrows to shoot at the church, he's shooting fear, anxiety, and confusion. Instead of making a spear that can be thrown at a long distance, he has thrown COVID-19, depression, and offense at the church. But I came to tell you, no matter how new it is, no matter how shiny it is, no matter how big it is, no matter how great it may seem, no weapon formed against the church shall prosper in the name of Jesus us. God sent me to tell you the same thing he told the children of Israel when their enemy was forging all types of weapons against them. He said, tell them, no weapon. Everybody shouted, no weapon. weapon. It don't matter if it's got COVID-19 to it. It don't matter if it's something from a thousand years ago. It don't matter if they conjure it up something new tomorrow. No weapon. No weapon. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. He can I want you I want you to He can think of whatever he wants to. He can form any weapon he wants to. He can make it look real scary and real big, but we are the children of the most high God. And it will not prosper against us. He can form it all he wants to, but it does not mean it will prosper. Oh, that's the word for you today. In other words, God is saying the Smith who manufactures the instruments of war or torture is under me. His life, his strength, his skill and they are all in my hands and he can do nothing which I shall not deem it best to be permitted into your life. And so it is with the enemy of the church himself. It will not prosper against it. So he says, uh, again, I'm not going to be long here today. I just came to deliver this word. No weapon formed against you shall prosper or succeed. For something to succeed means that it, is, that it is accomplishing the purpose for which it was created. In other words, if I created or forged a sword to come and kill you, and I use that sword to come and kill you, and I do kill you, This is a cool one. If I forged this sword to kill you, and I came and took your life from you with this sword, you need to understand that, watch this now, this weapon prospered against you. This weapon succeeded against you. If I, if I forged a... Here's a cool one right here. Let me get this one. I'm like a kid in a candy store up here right now. If I forged this weapon to come and take your life from you and I took your life from you, this weapon prospered against you. Now here's the revelation. That's going to help some people this morning. If I forged this weapon to come and take your life, but I came and cut you, but you're still alive. I tell you you're going to get in in just a moment. I might have landed a blow, but you're still breathing. I might've cut you in your side, but you're still walking. I, I might've tried to take you out and put it across your back, but you're still living. Then I came to tell you, it might've been forged against you, but it did not prosper against you. Is there anybody in this place that has taken a couple licks but said, my God, I am still breathing, living, I'm still preaching, I'm still worshiping, and it has not for edible side. It has not prospered against me. Somebody give the Lord a praise. Come on, Facebook land. Give the Lord a praise right now. Hallelujah. Doesn't matter that it, listen, it doesn't matter if the enemy lands a couple hits, it will not prosper. Well, pastor, I got COVID-19. Yeah, but you're still alive. Yeah, but pastor, man, I'm telling you right now, I went through a terrible season. Yeah, but you're out of it. You're still living. You're still serving the Lord. You're still breathing. You still have the life of God inside. Yeah, it did not prosper. The church has mistaken... Getting hit a couple times with defeat. The apostle Paul said, he said, I done learned a few things. (laughs) He said, I learned. I learned how to be with a lot. And he said, I learned how to have nothing. He said, I learned how to be sick and I learned how to walk through all the sick people and did not touch me. He said, I learned how to be shipwrecked and abandoned, and I learned what it was like to have a bunch of people around me cheering for me. He said, but what shall I say to all these things? If God be for me, who can be against me? He said, it ain't prospering against me. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. You might have to get a few stitches. You might even have to have a little medical care. Right now, all over the world believers are fearful and running scared. Watch this. Because the threats that the enemies are the enemy's making. I can understand the folk that might have got, you know, sick, but I'm. I'm not going to run scared because of you just threatening me. you had to show me some. They're fearful because, listen, because of the weapons that have been formed. Glory be to God. But just because it's formed don't mean it'll pros- prosper. Pastor, how do you know that? Watch this. Because if the enemy had it his way. Do you really think you'd be here? Do you, if the devil had his way, do you really think you would be breathing right now? The thief comes to kill, steal, and he he didn't come to play Play with you. If he had his way, he would have you, He would completely destroy you. but he don't have his way. <laughs> he does not have his way with the church. God has His way with the church. Hallelujah. No weapon. Everybody shout, no weapon formed against me shall prosper it don't matter if he curves it it doesn't matter if it's got a uh, like a brass handle no matter if it's got a blade on it you know what much a lot of the church is doing right now the enemy is forging weapons now if you listen to somebody forge a weapon it's a it's a loud thing This this isn't done quietly. So he he takes this weapon and and a blacksmith or or a smith would put it in the fire, heat it up. Then they would bring it out here and he would beat it. Bang, bang. And he beats it and beats it and beats it. And then it cools down and ain't quite where it is. And he sticks it back in the fire, heats it back up. And he beats it and he beats it and he beats it. And he does it until he has the shape of the intended purpose. What is happening with the church right now is we're hearing a lot of bangings. We're seeing the smoke from the fire. Dang it, some of us haven't get hit one time, but yet we're still running because we're hearing the bangings and the smoke from the fire. And you're running because you saw the weapon formed against you. It hasn't even been swung against you yet. No weapon. no weapon, no matter what how new it is. come up with whatever you he wants to. Pastor, we're not hearing that preached a lot. I know, I know, and I would just say i 'd be careful what I 'm listening to right now. it's amazing to me, you know. It's a hard time to pastor right now. You want to know why? Because people fill their minds all week with all kinds of junk from anybody and everybody. Don't have a clue what their life is like. They don't know if they're sleeping around. They don't know if they're cheating on their spouse. They don't know if they're stealing money from the church. They don't know what they're doing. But because they stand up behind a pulpit, you think that what they say is true. I came to tell you, let God let The Bible says let God be true and let every man be a liar. I came to tell you, if it ain't coming from the book, you don't need to be listening to it right now. Hallelujah. Says no weapon. Everybody shout no weapon. weapon. Formed against me. Shall prosper. I mean it don't matter how good it looks. Got people turning on people. Got the church turning on the church. All because the enemy ran up and did this. So I turned around and turned on people. Oh, I'm kicking some devils out of here today. (laughs) I'm kicking some devils up out of here today. He says, it don't matter what is formed. It won't prosper against you. The intended purpose that the enemy created it for will not prosper. It will not come to pass in your life. But you know what the Bible says? The Bible says in Isaiah 55 that every word, every single word that the Lord has spoken over your life, that it will prosper and it will accomplish that what he has sent it for. Listen to what he says. He says, uh, and every tongue which rises against you in judgment, God is so invested in you and loves you so much that not only will he protect you from what the enemy can do to you, but he protects you from what he speaks over you. Proverbs 26, 2 says, Like a fluttering sparrow or a darting swallow, an undeserved curse will not land on this intended victim. Church, what you must understand is that the enemy uses words just like God uses words. The Bible says in the parable of the sower that what, what, what is the seed? The word of God. God uses word. He uses his word to plant seed into your life. And as you receive that seed, then it begins to be planted in your heart and it produces the harvest in which God has intended it for it to produce. This is even all the way true with your uh, financial harvest. Matter, matter of fact, you don't start tithing and you don't give of your offerings until a word hits your heart. A word hits your heart and says, my God, I need to tithe and I need to give of my offerings if I want to harvest from the Lord. This is what I need to do to, in obedience to him. This is what I need to do. That word hits your heart and it begins to produce a harvest. The enemy is the same way. But he's not a creator. He's a deceiver. Therefore, he uses words of deceptions. Oh, glory. He uses lies. He uses things that he speaks to you. You know, people say, well, I had a vision. Let me tell you something. The Bible says that Satan can come. The Bible says Satan can come as an angel of light. Because you got a vision don't mean you got it from God. Come on, somebody. You got got people out there right now. Uh -uh. Oh, help me, Jesus. You got people out there right now. The enemy has whispered something in their ear. You know what? Let me tell you something. If you get out of your house, you're going to die. He dropped a seed. And because they were not around a prophetic edge, the seed was planted. And it has produced a harvest of fear and deception to the point To where now they have disconnected themselves completely. Regardless of what the word is saying. I knew that wasn't going to be real popular. God says, listen, when the enemy speaks something over you. He says, watch this. If you're serving me, I'm protecting you. I'm protecting you. He says, I I don't just care about what he might do to you. I care about what he says over you. Come on, somebody say this. Every tongue which rises against me in judgment, I shall condemn God shall condemn in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I'm glad God's got it covered. Amen. Watch. Then I'm almost done. Stay with me. Then he says, he said, but he said, this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. How many serve God? Raise your hand. How many love the Lord? Raise your hand. How many been born again? Raise your hand. He says, this is the heritage. He says, I'm not only concerned about protecting you now, he says, but I'm protecting your next generation. I- I'm protecting your children's children. Hey, I'm not taking it out of context. There it is. This is the heritage. That means inheritance. That means, my God, this is what the Lord has stored up for me. That If Jesus tarries, my children's children and their children's children and their children's children and every generation that flows from my body shall be protected, shall be provided for. And the angels of the Lord shall encamp about them. This is my inheritance glory be to God that's the best thing you can pass down brother Robert to your family the best thing you can pass down to Judah it's not silver it's not gold it's not diamonds the best thing you can pass down is a belief in the Lord God almighty because no matter where he walks in no shadow no matter where he walks he shall be protected and the Lord his God shall be with him it doesn't matter if a thousand comes on this side and ten thousand at his right hand none shall come near him for his belief is in the Lord God almighty hallelujah to the Lamb The world can have silver. The world can have gold. The world can have diamonds. But only the righteous can avail a promise from the Lord that says, no matter what comes against me, it will not prosper. Only the righteous. The best thing... Hear me out there, Facebook land, YouTube land. The best thing you can pass down to your children is saying, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadows of death, I will fear no evil. For he is with me, his rod and his staff, they come from me. He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. He anoints my head with oil. Hallelujah, my cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever and ever. That's why you don't want to be playing with God. That's why you don't want to sit around and play church. It may seem good for the moment. I want to ask you something, Mama. I want to ask you something, Dad. I want to ask you something, grandparents. What are you passing down? Hallelujah. I don't know what kind of world this place will be. 10 years from now, a year from now, 15 years from now, I don't know. I have no idea. But if Jesus tarries, I know what I'm passing down. And I am passing down an inheritance. I am passing down a heritage. I'm passing something down that says this. No weapon formed against me shall prosper I am passing down something that says and every tongue that rises against me in judgment you will condemn it God and I am passing something down that says and whatever flows from you son will receive this inheritance this is what you're passing down hallelujah how many are glad that you're a part of the redeemed raise your hand my God I am so glad I'm a part of the church I'm part of the redeemed of the Lord I couldn't imagine living through this time right now and having to trust on the arm of the flesh my God you can't lean on the arm of the flesh and if you can't lean on it you can't build on it I want to ask you today, are you where you need to be with God? Are you where you need to be with God? Are you right with the Lord? Has your sins been forgiven and are you living a life? Are you living a life that's pleasing to the Lord? Can you truly say that if you stood before the Lord today, you would hear, well done enter into the joy of your rest can you truly say my life is surrendered to the Lord if Jesus comes back tonight I'm good if you're only 99% sure of that then you're 100% lost you're 100% lost We were, while we were away, we was talking in a, we was, me and Lisa and Jeshua was talking. We was talking about, Lisa said, what's going on? Jeremy, I said, Jesus is coming back. Jesus is coming back. The king is coming soon. That's what's going on. He's coming back soon. He said, said, and this shall be the signs of the ends of times. This shall be a sign right here. This This is what I'll let you know. And many will be offended. Many will be offended. Not a few. Many will be offended. And lawlessness will abound. And the love of many will grow cold. He said, but he who endures to the end. Well, that throws out that uh, whatever they teach out there, you know, just as long as you got saved and got some water on you, you can live like you want to live. Somehow you're going to go to heaven. And he who endures to the end shall be saved. That's the word of God. So where are you at with the Lord today? Bow your heads. want to ask. I told you I wasn't, had not even planned on preaching this long. Jesus is coming soon. I don't know when it may be but whether, He it might not even be for another hundred years but can I tell you this much? I wouldn't want to live another day without Him. My God, I wouldn't want to live another day without Him. You say, Pastor would you pray for me? I I need to commit or recommit my life to Jesus. I need to get get some things right. I need to get serious with God. I'm talking to those of you watching right now too. You need to get some things serious with God. Listen, this verse that I just preached on, no weapon formed against you shall prosper, it is not for the wicked. You hear me clearly. It is not for the wicked. It is for the righteous. And our righteousness is in Christ Jesus that's who it's for so you can't claim this verse if you're, away, if you're not right with God this is only for those who have surrendered to the lordship of Jesus and have allowed him to be God of their life pastor would you pray for me I need to commit or recommit my life to Christ when I say three lift your hand one two three lift it up right now if that's you lift it up if that's you I want to see you I want to see anybody out there today I can't really see that good but uh, they're saying there's a few hands but I can't really see that's okay see your hand back there sir anybody else uh, right now pastor would you pray for me I need to get some things right with God come on and stand in the house of the Lord Oh, I feel the Lord dealing with some hearts right now. I feel the Lord dealing with some hearts right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Those of you you watching right now, if you you need someone to pray with you, all you need to do is just go under the chat line right there and say, would you please pray for me? We have someone right now that will pray with you. We have someone that will lead you to the Lord right now. We have someone right now that will minister to you online and help you and, 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 and help you start your journey in living for Jesus Christ. I want you to know today that we love you and we bless you and we thank you for watching. We pray you were blessed by today's message. For more content and to get to know us better, download our app at AbundantLifeChurch.com.